0: When you Angie that download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's a N G I.com.
1: If you are paying for something and the people don't show up, that is where I think you, you can be very upset, but um, if you're
2: watching this, my aunts and uncles. Oh man. Did you fuck up? You fucked with the wrong sunglasses oh, wearing. Cool. Dude.
1: Also, I'll also, can I just say, if they don't give you the warning that they're not showing up, if they just oh, if they yeah. say, I'm going to be there, and then they just don't yeah. show up, that's not okay either. They should communicate to you that they're not showing up. Even if it's a last-minute bailout, they hey, should family. still at least text you or call you and tell you they're not going to make if it. If you're
2: watching this, hey, Mark, hit, spam the breakup button. Breakup! <laughs> that's what I think about you.
1: Welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo, and this is my dad.
2: No, this is Steve Green. Hi. This oh, is also known as Iceman.
1: <laughs> you look like a dad. So well, that, listen, look, maybe you're my dad. Is it? Then I remembered my dad's-
2: Is it because I'm wearing my sunglasses?
1: Yes. Well, people are- And a, like a golf shirt. You, the
2: fans are already calling this the sunglasses episode. It's a huge hit. What? The fans are calling this the sunglasses episode. No
1: one episode. told me. Should I wear mine?
2: Well, no. I mean, they're mostly just focused on my sunglasses. But if you want to partake, you can.
1: I don't.
2: Fans are fans are going crazy about it. They're all-, they're all Calling it the sunglasses episode. So it's pretty exciting stuff.
1: So, does the sun melt an Iceman?
2: I have no comment.
1: <laughs> okay. I have no cool. comment on at Well, this today time. we're going to answer a lot of your questions that you've been submitting to us. Uh, just a, a warning we are not experts, although we look like experts. So, I could understand how you would be confused on that. Uh, we're not yes. a- any sort of expert at all. We're just giving you advice that comes from the heart. This is so? not our
2: field, but it is technically our field, Does that makes sense. It is
1: our field, but not our field. Does that make sense, These Mark? are for entertainment purposes only. Okay, okay, yeah, we got the thumbs up. That These answers sense. may help you, but if not, it was just for entertainment purposes Correct. only. It's
2: just Correct. So
1: you know that. So
2: we can okay. hide behind that, and we can hide behind our legal team as well. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you can hide your identity behind those sunglasses.
2: The sunglasses episode is going so well, by the way.
1: Oh, I feel it. Yeah. I'm a little confused by the theme, but, you all I'm rolling with it. That's what they're calling
2: it, man. It's interesting.
1: Okay. Our first question, and I'm just going by titles. I don't read any of these questions beforehand, so if you want yours read, like, have an interesting title, I guess, is the lesson, but this one says, ooh, read me if you dare. I love a challenge. All right, yes. Hiya, Nikki, Nick, and Stevie. I love you guys so much. You're just the absolute best in every way—humor, kindness, care, romance, friendship, every way. Oh my god! We love thank you, you wow. so much. Oh my, thank you so much. Overwhelming. I listen to every single episode, and I love lots of podcasts. But I gotta say, I think you guys should be listed in the top ten podcasts ever. You know what?
2: The sunglasses episode is gonna put us you're my the top. favorite,
1: Shannon. Right I, I had to read ahead to see who was sending this. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Shannon. Dude, she's listened to it since the very first single episode ever. Well, a lot should, of people have not listened back that far. We should
2: quiz her if we could. <laughs> I don't remember.
1: I, I don't remember that episode. Let me go study up. Right? <laughs> All right. I'm trying to keep this short as I can. I had a question, but it's kind of general. What do you do when you know the person you're dating isn't for you? Someone that you care about who also cares about you... but. It's just not the one, quote-unquote. Oh, I'm
2: so excited to say this. Are you <laughs> I know ready? you guys
1: have talked about the one and how you found each other, but what about when you haven't? Being stuck in a relationship like that and how to maneuver out of it and what to do afterwards. Another question involving this is, what about when your friends are all interconnected? Ooh, that makes it tough. How do you avoid resentment of... Uh, your own and from your ex while keeping your mutual friends and probably having to interact with your ex a lot post breakup can I
2: answer it can I answer it hold
1: on thanks for all that you do the love you give to the world and people that you are I really can't tell you how much you have taught me and how much you made me feel loved and accepted as I am far fr- from far away when my own family hasn't even really done that all I love you both all mm-hmm. my best always Shannon you're the you're, Shannon we you're love the, you Shannon. up sweetie breakup. wow there's no build up for that
2: break break up
1: ice break up B- break ice up. breaker, break breaker. Up. one two three break up break up really break that's what that's break what we had to say to you break okay up. but in all truthfulness um the whole like having all the mutual friends things does make it really hard
2: yeah no look okay yeah. so when you're with you have a ton of friends like that right and that's that's really and you're gonna see them again and again. you're gonna see them all the time
1: we have a friend named jess caldwell shout out
2: yes and she was with our friend name and Tsukawa J- shout, shout out, out. And And they
1: were in the same boat, like, where mutual friends, they worked together, same company, you know, Jess works for Joe's company. They slept
2: in different beds.
1: They slept in different rooms (laughs) the whole time, yes. Um, They were really, they really wanted to make it work because, like, on paper, they get along, right? And they were
2: tied in together. They had roots. They had a lot of roots. Spread out to all different branches of the tree. They were
1: even thinking, maybe we should get married to make it work. So- then we stepped in, and what we told them was, "Break we
2: d- up." We dropped the mic. You should break we, up. We we said break up, and we dropped the fucking mic.
1: And they are so much happier, both even of them. with all the mutual friends involved. We see both of them on a regular basis, and they're both one hundred percent happier. Yes,
2: and and it's funny too because a lot of people think that Joe went nuts as a result of this, but Joe was always nuts. <laughs> So just to be clear.
1: True, he became more of himself, yeah, actually. Yeah, he exactly. He's he, actually got freedom of expression exactly. now. Exactly, Which is what he felt limited by when he was with Jess. Yeah, he And felt- now they both can live their best lives. Exactly. And I feel like they're actually better for each other now. Like and better she's,
2: she's more herself, too. They're, they're both. They don't have to. Because when you're in a relationship sometimes where you can't be yourself. Yeah. Right, and then around the other person, and then the other person can't beat themselves around you. Yeah, you spend years going, "Who the fuck
1: am I?" And you both drain each other. Right. So, yeah.
2: so you're as in the long- situation where you have a friend gun to your head, and you're asking yourself the wrong question.
1: As I feel like, as long as you preface it to your friends, so they don't feel like they have to take sides, and if it could be an amicable breakup where you both still care about each other's well being, then then it'll be okay.
2: Yeah. And there's always going to be some people are like, yo, I, I, you know, you can't dump this person. It's too mean and I can't be your friend or whatever. But those people aren't good friends, man. No, like people who want to hear the logic of whatever the argument of your breakup is and then go like, "Okay, well, I'm not in a fucking relationship with you. I'm just we're just friends. So Mm -hmm. it's okay to still be friends. Trust me, your real friends will emerge. You don't have to yeah spend too much time stressing.
1: And the ones that take sides, they take sides. Whatever, you can't really control anyone else's emotions or resentment. Um, that might happen. You can prepare for that, but you can't really do sacrifice your own happiness just so they won't resent you. Exactly. That's not fun for you or anyone.
2: You're going to have so. so much fun breaking up. I can't even begin to tell you.
1: Breaking up is so fun. It's so much Oh, my fun. God. Oh,
2: my God. I'm so jealous.
1: <laughs> we love you, Shannon. We I love hope you, that Shannon. works seriously, out for
2: you. Seriously, we hope, we hope it works out. Please follow up with us. Let us know how it goes. Yes. And try to film the breakup, if you could, and then send it in to shit they don't tell you. Thank
1: all right. You. This next one is titled, in all caps, JUST LEAVE ME ALONE. Well, I got to read that one. All right. Hi, Nikki and Steve. I admire you, too, for being so honest yet funny in your podcast. You always have awesome resources and thoughts to offer and help people. Thank you for that heart emoji. Thank you. Thank you, You're heart so
2: emoji. Heart you. emoji
1: back to you. Here's my situation. Please call me Lisa. All right, Lisa. A few months ago, I moved from my home country in the northern Europe to the Netherlands to be with my new boyfriend. I had to leave behind my family, friends, and then and then fiancé. Oh, wait. So you had a fiance. Oh, they're on good terms now, by the way. Wait, she had a fiance. Repeat it, repeat it. Okay. A few months ago, I moved from my home country in Northern Europe to the Netherlands to be with my new boyfriend. I had to leave behind my family, friends, and then fiance. (laughs) Oh, this is scandalous.
2: A woman about town.
1: I like it. All right. Everybody took me in with open arms and I got to live with my boyfriend's family. My boyfriend introduced me to his huge group of friends and they were also awesome and kind. Our countries are pretty similar, and I learned Dutch quickly, but the biggest culture shock for me is the busy social life. I had never realized before how much time I spent alone when we lived in different cities with my ex and just saw each other during the weekends. Now I have to interact with my boyfriend's family and friends all the time and go to parties and barbecues every weekend, and as an extra sensitive person, it really exhausts me. Also, because I'm still learning the language, I can't always take part in conversation or it requires me to take more effort to keep up with it. I always considered myself an extrovert, but now I constantly feel like I want to be alone. I've expressed this to my boyfriend, but he is very bad at entertaining himself, so he doesn't really understand my needs. Whenever he goes somewhere for a longer time, I'm so excited about staying at home alone. Uh Don't get me wrong, I love him so much, and I'm really glad we don't have to be in a long-distance relationship, but I just need my space. I think especially you, Nikki, can relate to this, so what should I do about this? I don't have money, and there are no apartments available, so moving out is not an option. I really like him and appreciate his family, so I'd like to... I don't want to break up either plus the sex Damn is amazing it. oh wow i hope that's yeah that's the big that's a big reason. that's a big one i hope you will read this and give me some insight thank you smiley face lisa
2: lisa you're not in a very dire situation no it sounds pretty pretty fantastic pretty tight. actually um the big th- my big thing a couple years ago me and nikki had the same problem i like to go out i like to be around people i like to if i'm at someone's place or with a bunch of people i'm in fucking heaven right and nikki only has a a energy meter that runs so far and so her energy meter would be running out as i am still thriving
1: yeah there's like a low battery on a cell phone and like it's just like i it hurt almost it hurt to. and i
2: didn't understand that for a while i didn't understand how much it hurt you i was just like yeah we're just gonna stay a little longer or whatever because usually people are still talking to us or something's going on or, or whatever yeah but Once we had the, once I had the understanding, which is what, it sounds like this is a conversation you have to have, of like what it does to you, I don't think that your guy knows. I don't think he understands. Yeah,
1: I think um, this is just an issue of setting boundaries and the boundaries conversation is always tough to have, especially when you didn't know you needed those boundaries when you moved in. You know, you always considered yourself an extrovert, so you didn't really know that you needed that space. It's really nice that you are able to recognize and acknowledge that that yeah, you and, actually need that space. And good
2: news, you get the change as a person even inside of a relationship. That's how you have a successful relationship is that you yeah. allow change and you inform your partner of the change and then they help you with that change.
1: Yeah, and they're there for you and they support you and um, Steve can fuck off and do like some other thing while I need my alone
2: space. It's true. And yeah. that's and it's just an understand. Uh, well, also too, if Nikki tells me like, yo, at this time I need to leave, I now have her back. Like if we're at a party. Uh, no yeah. matter where we are. Yeah. I have her back now instead of being selfish and like, oh, I still want to talk to people. Mm-hmm. I, I have her back now. Like so, And that's what it's all about. If you're in a partnership with somebody, you're married, whatever it is, you have to have their back first. Yeah. Even ahead of your own sometimes. And so, yeah. That, and it's, it's, really, it's really not like a big compromise for me. I still get to go to a thing, but, you know, I have to leave at a certain time or whatever. Um, And for her, it sounds like she's going to a lot of things and maybe she just needs to be like, yo, I can only go to so many of these things.
1: And she lives with her boyfriend's family. I think that might be encroaching too, like just having like so many people in the house, you know, and like it just feels like you can never get away to recharge. Even for an extrovert, you still have to get away sometimes to recharge. Like you're an extrovert, but if people are staying at our house, you know, um, there's like a, a, you know, family staying at our house for a few days. After a few days, you're like, I need to.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a human being, man. Yeah. Like, like I just want to hang with my wife again and have our routine back and, like, feed our kitties in the morning and do all yeah. the things we do. Yeah. exactly.
1: Exactly. So, yeah, um, I don't know if you are looking to get your own apartment. It says you um, you don't have money and there's no apartments available, so moving out not an option. Okay, yeah. So, if that's not an option, then, yeah, I think just setting boundaries and having that conversation with everybody.
2: Also, couldn't you, and this is just explorative. I don't, I'm not claiming to have a solution here. Okay. But if I was, say, having a language issue where I'm trying to understand people and I can't really understand people. Yeah. If your your dude was able to hang with you more at these parties, I wonder if that would help.
1: Oh, I think he does. Oh, okay. But, um, because it says now I have to interact with my boyfriend's family and friends all the time and go to parties and barbecues every weekend. So he's there. It's just that.
2: But no, but you know what I'm saying? Like when like before a party, mm-hmm. I'm not like all next to you the whole time, shoulder to shoulder. Right. Like I kinda work the room a little bit and you kinda do your own thing too. Yeah. Like I wonder if like if I didn't know anybody, mm-hmm. say, and I and I'm having a language problem with people. Right. If you were to abandon me to the wolves that way,
1: yeah.
2: I would really not look forward to the next yeah. party. And I don't even know if that's happening to her. I'm just I'm just trying to that's pitch true. on what, what it could be. Yeah. I wish we could talk to her actually in real life.
1: In real life, I R L um yeah but i think just have that conversation and and let us know how it goes yeah um okay this one's called another one but make it fucked up as fuck
2: these are good titles all right okay
1: the well she says the halo kittens back again but then she's like oops i meant help help not not kit not halo got it so the help kitten is back again cry emoji much love from toronto been listening since the first episode wow Another person listening to the first episode. (laughs) Hell yeah, slap it high. This one's a doozy, relationship-related, and I hope you get to it soon. Cry emoji, I'll put it in perspective. Context. You meet a man slash woman five years ago whom you're instantly attracted to. Y'all didn't meet at a a great time for the both of y'all, mentally, emotionally, in a bad place, but y'all ended up together anyway. She or he, one of you, have said in the beginning that they wanted a poly relationship. Two women, one man specifically, and not the other way around. Not part of this discussion because you wouldn't want it the other way anyway. And you haphazardly agreed to it because you were in a bad place and needed love. Fast forward now a healthy five-year relationship. And he slash she has brought it up every six months to remind you that it's their deal breaker. What the fuck do you do Wait, when you- Wait, what's your deal breaker?
2: Not doing a poly relationship?
1: Yeah. Whoa. They they went into it like I need like this to be- when's our
2: poly relationship yeah. happening?
1: So what the fuck do you do when you identify as a cisgender straight- you can obviously get the picture now that that's, it's him who wanted it. Am I only consider this. Uh, am I only considering this type of relationship dynamic because I don't want to lose him? Or should I just rip off the band-aid? More info. He said I could be the one to seek the other female out to ensure I can love her too. But question marks, I'm straight. How can I love a woman romantically? A part of me is like, bitch, you need to leave him. And the other side is, hmm, am I being manipulated or am I actually curious about this type of relationship or I'm just scared to lose him? I need some guidance. A bitch being a wreck. Thank you. My
2: chick. My bitch. My wreck.
1: Also, he's a Virgo and I'm an Aries. Just extra content if that helps at all. I'm really emotional and he's really not. It's fine. You could be whatever. It's okay.
2: You're our wreck now. Yeah. Listen. I don't think that anything that you just said in there expresses your desire to have this relationship. Yeah. Like everything that you said was negatives. Okay, if you had any positives in there, you're like, "Yo, plus side, plus side." On the other side, I think you you had none of that. You obviously don't want this.
1: Also, polyamorous relationships are not about sex. It's about everybody in that relationship like loves each other, like they're like in a, each other. You're in some a way. romantic relation three way relationship. So if you don't think you can love the third person um and you know what I've, I've honestly I don't have any experience with a polyamorous relationship this is just going by what I've read and heard um but I believe that all three love each other I think that it, that's how it works yeah. not like but then like the I don't know then there's those Mormon documentaries where the one guy loves like three different wives and he's like all separate <laughs> so he tries I don't know how that he tries works. I don't know if that's is that considered polyamorous
2: The best shit is when they're in the he's in his truck and he's talking to the documentary film crew and he's like and he just left like the seventh wife's house. Yeah. He's like, people think this is a dream, this is easy. He's like, I gotta (laughs) go to like seven flower shops, I've gotten six arguments (laughs) and we're all watching this like, fuck you, dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah, actually, I don't really know the, the the exact dynamics, but I believe that you should be happy in the agreement that you're making with yes. a relationship, Correct. no matter what kind of relationship it is. So it doesn't sound like you would be happy in this kind of relationship. And it's not you being closed minded. I think Correct. that
2: it's what you're not into.
1: I wouldn't be into experimenting with Steve and I being in a polyamorous relationship, not at all. Like,
2: but like maybe like a little bit, like a little tiny bit. No. But like, 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 have you ever thought about it a little, little?
1: Or do you want this? Is that what? You're what thinking? if
2: she's like so
1: hot? I don't get where, where this is going.
2: No, that's what I mean. That's what that's what some of these dudes do.
1: Well, then, like, you can experiment and have a threesome if that's what you want. But it sounds like this guy wants an actual polyamorous Correct. relationship. That yeah. is not a threesome. Right. That is an actual relationship. And if you don't think that you could share or that you'd be into a uh, third person, then I don't think you should do this. I'm
2: hearing you, but it sounds like you're still a little bit open to it. Me? Yeah. No. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. So this, you're sitting there with this guy. You're giving him a wall of like, I don't think I'm into this. And he's like, that's what's going on. We agreed to it. Like, hello. Right.
1: And so if this is a deal breaker for him, then- I feel like you just have to be willing to let that go and just understand that that person is not loving you for you, all like all of you, because if yeah. he loved you for all of you and all of you does not want to be in a polyamorous relationship, then it would work. Um, but it, but if that's a deal breaker, then it's a deal breaker and I wouldn't make that deal.
2: Feelings are not laws, right? So he's he's basically going like, we had a law at the beginning of our thing, it passed, okay? It passed both houses and it's now enacted. And- we never got to do it, but that was the law when we started. But you built an entire relationship on top of this, yeah. right? And it wasn't about the law. So he's basically going going back through the text going like, hey, here, you said this. And it's like, look, I don't feel that way anymore. Just, what can yeah. you do after that?
1: This happens a lot, too, with um, couples I've heard where, where they get into a relationship and they both agree they don't want children. Like zero children we're both on the same page and then something happens hormonally or whatever and one party decides actually i do want children and now you're like eight years in everything was going smoothly but now this person kind of changed their mind and they didn't know that they were going to change their mind at the time Mm -hmm. when they first got involved but now they changed their mind and so they have to make kind of the decision That's a pretty
2: big decision isn't it like isn't it having a kid or like having someone else join your relationship is a huge decision yeah so this shouldn't be taken so lightly where hey we agreed on this this is the law we had a couple years ago like that's not fair no but And, and who and by the way why okay if this guy like like it sounds like he's trying to manufacture just this dream life that he made for himself like like, it, it doesn't sound like something, because he's even saying he doesn't know who the chick is. He's not trying to open his relationship because he f- met somebody and he's in love with them and he has enough room in his heart for two people or whatever the fuck thing, thing is. Yeah. He's just go. he just wants this technicality lived out because he's had this fantasy.
1: Right. That's so, so true. Fuck his
2: stupid fantasy. Live your life, girl. And.
1: Yeah, if he had met someone that he's like in love with, that's a different be, thing. Yeah, that's so weird. Isn't that weird? I don't know.
2: He's trying to live his dream life out, and and unfortunately, it means you're not enough. And I think that that's weak sauce.
1: That sucks. Weak sauce. Yeah, I would say break up. Break up. 100% break up. Thank you. But yeah, five years, ugh, it
0: sucks.
2: Sucks, that's, dude. Yeah. Sucks. But you know what? It sucks for the person who's in an eight-year relationship, and then the person wants a kid. It's the same shit.
1: You uh, you just shouldn't settle, though.
2: It's untenable. It doesn't,
1: it doesn't matter how many years it's been. You shouldn't settle on something that's not going to make you fulfilled and happy. Like if someone's always saying you're not enough and you're they, they need more, like you're just not going to be happy in that relationship.
2: And it doesn't matter if you're the one who's like, oh, I I don't want. To have a kid, it will make me miserable. Like mm. that means that that's a bad move for you, right? Mm-hmm. And if the person's like, "Well, I want a kid, it will make me happy," like, the, and it's bad for the other partner. It's the same situation.
1: So there you go. Good I luck. hope that helps, help kitten. Um. All right. This one's called "Help Needed Across the Ocean." Maybe it's fishing related. Oh,
2: wow. I would love a fishing question.
1: <laughs> hey, Nikki and Steve. First of all, thank you for this amazing podcast. I listen to it every day on my way to work, which is an hour driving away. I feel like I'm really part of the conversation. I like that you're doing your best to give an honest and well-argumented response to the questions. Oh, my God. Thank you you're so much. You're very welcome. Thank you. And welcome to the sunglasses and You're episode. welcome. And thank you. And only one party is wearing sunglasses. I'm a 24-year-old guy from the Netherlands. Imagine that's this girl's boyfriend I'll be sick. <laughs> in the last question. sick these netherland
2: people we had a deal that's that's his uh that's his subject oh, no, I line mean the,
1: the girl that was living with her boyfriend's family
2: oh i the see that's guy. funny that's yeah
1: funny. all right i'm a 24 year old guy from the netherlands at this moment my life is pretty great oh good for you man um i recently got promoted at work i'm a store manager now and more importantly my mental health is good oh hell yeah awesome i suffered from a two-year-long depression but i'm out of the depression now the only thing that is missing at the moment is a girlfriend okay no problem okay we'll hear you out some some backstory because i don't necessarily think that like you shouldn't think of it as a piece of you missing like the a girlfriend should just enhance yes whoever you are but you are a whole person okay anyway backstory (laughs) in the 24 years i'm on this earth i've never been in a relationship this is something i really want Between the age of 16 and 20, I have tried to ask some girls out, but I always got rejected. One time, the girl I asked out laughed at me and bullied me for it. Oh, dear. This hurt a lot and left a scar on me. Every time I wanted to ask a girl on a date, this scenario spooks around in my head, and it really made me insecure. At one moment, when I was 21, my body was craving for some intimacy. I get get that feeling. This maybe (laughs) sounds weird, but it felt like that. It's not weird that you're horny yeah come on bro (laughs) and because i didn't it didn't get any my body reacted by producing panic attacks the thoughts of not being boyfriend material quote unquote were feeding these panic attacks and that started my two years of depression after 1.5 years of doing nothing about it i visit i visited a therapist they helped me get rid of the panic attacks and snapped me out of my depression now i'm 24 and i still haven't experienced any dating the step I have to take in asking someone out is still very difficult for me. It's not that I can't talk to girls. 80% of my closest friends are female. They all say I have a lot to offer and that I'm very social and loyal. Too bad that girls I like never experience that because I don't get that chance. Finding someone is a task itself. I'm not really someone who goes to clubs and online dating just doesn't work for me. I've never made it through the meat inspection. Oh, what is that?
2: Uh, oh. Like the the first touch maybe? Oh, oh. Like hi, hi.
1: Oh, my question to you, do you have any suggestions on how to make this process easier for me? And do you know any other ways to meet girls? Thank you for letting me be a crybaby. I hope my English wasn't that bad. Greetings from a fellow monster fan. <laughs> Mario Party 7 is the best Mario Party. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro.
2: Hell yeah, truth. dude. Absolute truth.
1: Truth, bruv. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, and also your English was great.
2: Fantastic English.
1: Yeah, so good job for that. Well English. Um, Yeah, this is tough. So uh, my question, I guess, is... He says, it's not that it's not that he can't talk to girls. 80% of my closest friends are female. They all say I have a lot to offer and I'm very social and loyal. Too bad girls I like never experience that because I don't get that chance. How come, I feel like, what kind of girls do you like? And are you sure that you like those type of girls or is it like you like the idea of that type of girl? Mm. Because I feel like, like if you you can talk to females, I feel like the, your girlfriend should be like your best friend. So it should be someone that's really easy for you to talk to. Yep. Um, someone that's like got common interests, conversation goes smoothly. Um, it shouldn't be someone that's going to bully you if you ask them on a date. Well, that
2: that's just like, so, okay, very, my very smaller incident happened to me, my friend. So I understand your pain a little bit on a very much smaller scale but I had a girlfriend and when I was in high school who uh, did not like me smiling in pictures and it did it did something to me for sure. Like I still to this day smile all fucking weird in it's, pictures. I'm sure yeah, it's knows real that. weird. Yeah, I just can't get over the fact that when I smile I think it's ugly and that sucks. It sucks, right? You
1: used have to practice in the mirror. I know. I used to have an ugly smile and then I practiced a lot and now it's really cute.
2: It is very cute. Thank I you. I agree. You just have
1: to learn how to, like, muscle memory in your facial, facial muscle, muscles, your but facial muscles.
2: You're, but you're not weak for feeling that way. Like, when when that happened to you, like, the fact that that kind of echoed through your life does not make you weak, does not make you a crybaby, all this kind of shit. Yeah. Like, you you had a, an honest break. experience, and it sucked. And, and it's hard when you're putting yourself out there, you're being vulnerable. It's hard for that not to reverberate, right? So everything you just said I think is very reasonable and as far as fixing this and getting with somebody new it's about uh you know something i'm st- i'm struggling with when it comes to this smile situation very much smaller um but it's just about letting go yeah. letting the fuck go of that shit and i guess i still haven't even done that i just realized that right now so um hopefully yeah you can just move on from that by forgiving the situation right by going like man like like I put myself out there, it didn't work out, but that was one time, one time, not all times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's about moving forward with a clean slate in your mind. Because if I, God forbid, went through what you went through, I would definitely have a hard time asking. Me yourself. too, for, for sure. sure, for
1: sure. I mean, rejection feels awful. I, I mean, I, in a similar way, I didn't get rejected from asking guys out, but um, from auditioning over and over and over again I started like the more I didn't book the more I was like I oh, something wrong with me you know and then it yeah. makes you more insecure and then the confidence the lack of confidence shows and then that's Inspiral. not attractive and yeah it's almost like you you becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy because you're so insecure and feeling like nobody wants you that it, then nobody wants you you know
2: yeah and so in a weird way it's funny because I'll see Instagram comments or whatever and it's like what's with Steve's smile and i'm like, well that's not my real smile. Like see you don't you don't even get, you don't to see, get to see you don't get to see my real smile. But then i'm like that's so sad in a way.
1: Yeah, you so, hold back.
2: Yeah, so you're you're whoever you're presenting right now, it might not be exactly who you are, my friend, and maybe that's where you start. Cuz it sounds like you're really into the idea of having somebody, but if you're not like putting yourself like out there, maybe they're not even knowing who they're getting back.
1: Right. And like, you, yeah, I think you need to like yourself first. So you, I think that's what you're saying, right? Yeah. 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 So, um, you got through this year long depression. So you're just starting to get your feet on the ground again. Exactly. Right. And when you are, when you start to love yourself and like what you bring to the table, then you can just see the person as another person. You know, you're, you're not looking at the person as a potential mate. Like exactly. I need this person to like me so I can have sex with them and yes. intimate relationships with them. Like you're just looking at this person, like you're making a new friend. And I know what I'm bringing to the table, and if you like it, cool, and if you don't like it, then we're just not going to get along. So it doesn't matter if if that person doesn't like me. It's not personal. It is personal because they don't like me, but it's not like we're never going to get along because they don't like who I am.
2: And it's that confidence in yourself. No matter, right, you don't have to be the most bare-chested fucking alpha male, any of that kind of bullshit, right? You're you're just confident about being yourself. That's it. And when people see that, it it attracts people. It just does. Like. You just like to talk to people who who uh, who are like themselves and and feel like have like a positive aura, I guess.
1: Yeah. You know, when you go to a job interview, the most successful job interviews are where you're also interviewing the person. Absolutely. Where you're like, do I even want to work here? Exactly. So think of it like that, too. It's a two way street. It's not just you applying for the job like. Uh, you know going going on a date and like hoping they like you it's like you're you got to interview them too do you like them mm-hmm. you know and like is this going to be something that works for both of you is it a friendship and and then more um i think that maybe you're you might put people on a pedestal it sounds like yes. like my girlfriends are different than the girls i like you know it's like well they should be kind of the same mm-hmm. um but just one you're more romantically physically interested. attracted to yeah, yeah. But- and that's and that's it. I mean, that's, that's where a, it starts, man. It's the mindset at first, I think. Um, but yep. you're getting there. I think you that, really are getting there. Yeah, you've,
2: been, you've gone so far. Like it's it's yeah. amazing. So just keep it up out there.
1: Figure out the things that you really like about yourself, and then just like amplify those. Like focus on those, and
2: and then just do them. Like like I know I got a buddy who's super into fucking wingsuiting. Okay, loves <laughs> parachuting and wingsuiting. I was just
1: thinking about him the other day.
2: He's the best. He's a good guy, right? But. So he just goes and does his favorite thing, right? He go, he likes to go wingsuiting, so he goes and fucking wingsuits. And if he meets a cool girl there, fine, but he's there to wingsuit. Yeah. And that's kind of, so you're talking about meeting people and all this stuff. Just go do what you like to do, and if you meet people there, they'll, they'll probably be more in your lane than people that you're desperately searching
1: for. Yeah, exactly. My man. And on that note, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to answer a few more of your questions.
2: Stay tuned for part two of the Sunglasses episode. By the way, it's being overwhelmingly
0: reviewed right now.
1: That's awesome. The reviews
0: are really, really, really good. Oh, I'm so stoked on that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully
1: Hey, are you listening to shit they don't tell you? Because if not, how are you listening to this ad about shit they don't tell cause you? Because
2: they honestly? can't turn it off. They don't know how they to turn it, it to turn
1: off. off. Well, that's pretty convenient for They're us. They're throwing their
2: phone on the ground right now. Once turn you can figure it,
1: it out, could you please rate us and subscribe and like, um, tell us that we're beautiful. We, Listen, we want it. We
2: need the validation. We, but mostly we need the ratings because I mean that's basically how the world is, is that's run. That's how my we
1: continue to make more and more and more of this content, this glorious content that you love so much. If you like the
2: show, support the show. And if you don't like the show, support the show.
1: And it's for free. The the stars are for free. Yeah,
2: you give them you give them away for free. It's not like if you give five stars, you pay more money. They should have charged for every single star. I would have made so much money. <laughs> <laughs> and it just made a kill him.
1: And we're back to the sunglasses episode with my dad.
2: It's going so well, guys. I was just reading all of your comments during the break. Uh, there, there is a lot of scandal about the uh, about the uh, the sunglasses episode, though. People are there's a lot of controversy. People are saying he's wearing sunglasses because he's smoking weed or something like that. I just want to be on the record. I do not smoke weed. We don't smoke weed. So uh, there's no. I don't have. We're red... not against weed, but we no, don't. We don't personally not me, not partake. Me. But I don't have red eyes. Just just a cool guy wearing cool sunglasses. That's it. Oh, sunglasses you're... episode.
1: Oh shit! You're a cool guy.
2: Just a cool guy. I'm not the oh, cool guy. Okay.
1: I thought you were dad. Like, I thought that was the look you were going for.
2: It's not the look I'm going
1: for. Oh, I would have introduced you completely different. I just thought, wow, well, I did not get the cool guy part it's at all. The, it's
2: not the look I'm going for.
1: Hi, I'm Nikki Lemo, and I'm here with a cool guy. Thank you. All right, next question is friends that flake advice, please, is the title. Oh no. Hi Nikki and Steve. I love both I love you both and follow your podcast religiously, rated it five stars. Oh my god, thank you so much. That really helps us out. By the way, if you can all rate us five stars in the iTunes. It helps so much. It helps us so much. You don't don't even understand. Open a new account. I don't care
2: if you've already done it, open a new account and do it again. (laughs) Do it do it multiple times.
1: You guys help me out through some tough life situations with all their insight and make me feel less alone on a daily basis. Oh, I'm so happy for that. I have a question slash frustration that might be applicable for others, too. I'm a girl in my 20s, and I'm part of different friend groups. Most of my friends I have known for over a decade, and I love them all very much. Whoa, since you were, like, in your early teens, tens. Uh, I take attending <laughs> their birthday celebrations, events, social gatherings seriously, and I'm always there when invited with full enthusiasm. However, the feeling isn't always mutual and some of my friends are flaky. There are some friends who don't attend or flake out on the events that I plan. It's very hurtful and discouraging, especially when I always make the effort to attend everyone's. In the past, it has gotten to the point where I stress out about who will attend and cannot enjoy myself at my gathering. Are you a Pisces? Ouchies. I know I have gotten better at decreasing my expectations from people, but my question is, why have people normalized flakiness and unreliableness so much is this what other people deal with within their friendships too? Is this maybe an American thing? Yeah. yeah. I understand yeah. things do come up for people and sometimes they aren't just aren't available. But I'm grappling with the idea if this is even normal or if I'm just too sensitive on the matter. Please let me know your insight. Thank you guys so much. Much love, Anonymous.
2: Listen, America, we're a country of flakes, okay? It's true. Uh, we we've, Some people flaked during the revolution.
1: Canceling is so fun to do. Oh,
2: yeah. When plans it's get canceled, It's so much fun.
1: I personally can't do it because I'm a people pleaser. So, like, if I said I was going to be there, I'm going to be there. I might not be there with full enthusiasm, but I'll definitely be there if I said I was going to be there.
2: I am about 50%. Yeah. Okay. If I tell you I'm going to do- You I,
1: flake so much. If
2: I tell you I'm going to do something, I will do it. Maybe. I will do it. No, no, no. On but, your schedule.
1: <laughs> but, but, but.
2: No, no, no. If I have a timeline- <laughs> Okay. And I tell you I'm going to do something, okay. I will get it done day and okay. day. Okay. if I don't know, I just feel like hanging out with my wife or something, which I do mostly. Yeah. I can't fucking wait to cancel. I can't fucking
1: wait. Or leave early.
2: Or leave early. But then sometimes I'm like, we have to drive
1: so far. I know. Sometimes it's so far. so
2: far. Let's just stay at home, order Thai food, watch Love Island. Sounds good. That's my love language. You know what I'm
1: saying? I'm a home-ass body. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And
2: uh, I just like hanging out with you. So... You know, but I like hanging out with people, too. You no,
1: know, you love hanging out with people.
2: Well, right, but it recharges me in a different way. Yeah. I can still recharge with you as long as we're talking. Right. If we're just sitting there watching a show where we don't really talk the whole time, That's what I'm different.
1: talking about. I would like to have more dinner dates in I know Same. we're quarantined, so we can't go out to a restaurant anymore. That used to be where we got our talking in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, Okay, anyway, back to the, your no, question. No, let's talk about us. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I love yeah, when we make, t- when we get ordered Thai me food too. and we have like, we light the candles in the middle I love it. at the table and it's like we're at a restaurant, but we're not really at a restaurant. it's uh, the best. I play some music, some like jazz or something.
2: We could have a little dance party or something.
1: Yeah. Should we go back to our question now or? Nah, I'm still, I'm about, still okay. I'm kind of stuck here. So I also love the next morning when I, when <laughs> I sleep in and yeah. you wake up early and you yeah. clean the whole kitchen. I know, that's cool. It right? turns me on. Doesn't it? For- turns me on bruh yeah i'm gonna do that more even i wish you liked morning sex more because i would i'll do morning sex. i would you sex do... you after cleaning yeah would you it's, really it's so hot
2: but usually i'm pretty sweaty after that
1: that's true maybe if you rinsed off okay we, if okay, we, we both rinsed off because i probably smell bad because could... i haven't put deodorant on oh
2: right what was her question
1: oh so her question is about friends that flake right and yes american thing for sure um i don't know what culture you're from, but I can tell you one hundred percent America like likes to flake. But um I personally don't like to flake. I also um but on your side, just to give you more advice, I don't think you should let it break your day, you know? Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. So that's a little bit of a codependent behavior that you feel. it's almost like you're showing up with the expectation that they'll also return it to you, which is kind of like it's not really that giving of you because it, you're doing it with conditions. You, you're oh. you're showing up and giving enthusiasm, but you'll be really pissed if they don't do the same back. And that's it's too intense. If you want to give, give. If you want to give your time, your energy, your your beautiful self, then give. But it, but if you're if the friendships are real, then don't have put those expectations on your friends. If as you're well. taking
2: it too seriously. If you're the only person in the room taking it that seriously, then maybe you got to like yeah. kind of chill a little bit.
1: It also feels less genuine because it's like you're not doing it just because that's who you are. You're doing it because you You want expect it back. that from them. And I understand how hurtful it can feel when like you feel like you give all yourself away and then you don't have anyone giving back. And I, I do understand that, but maybe, maybe there are, you could meet other people that you know, also enjoy that sort of thing.
2: Um, yeah, but keep it to your close, close friends, though. I think your close, close friends are the ones that you expect to come to your birthday or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Like the the kind of um, if you expect everyone to do the same thing.
1: Well, it sounds like it is her. It are, it is her close friends. The closest, closest. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but um, even that though. So my closest, closest friends, we're all low maintenance friends. Those sure. I call low maintenance friends, um, and I really fucking love my low maintenance friendships because they're my tightest friends they know me inside and out when they show up it's like my favorite time like they we just get along we get on like a house on fire okay so we we just have inside jokes we catch up it's like no time has passed like we're definitely both enthusiastic but if one of us can't make it like if we had it planned and they can't make it Um, We don't, (laughs) well, it's called out. Sure. There's no resentment there because if I force her to come or I guilt trip her into coming, she's not there because she wants to be there. She's your hostage. She's there and she hates being there and then it's not fun. It's not like the same feeling, like you don't want to trap people by guilt tripping them. So, um, and when you kind of put too much emphasis on this and you're letting resentment build up, It's going to happen whether you're trying to or not. You're going to guilt trip them whether you're trying to or not because you feel that resentment building up. And then you're
2: the intense friend that people don't want to hang with as much. And then people
1: don't want to show up. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of like live and let live. Like go with the flow. Um, Understand that it's not a personal attack on you. Sometimes I just can't make it because like mental health wise I – feel like I'm just I can't stop crying like all day I'm just crying and I feel like if I show up at your party I'm gonna ruin it because it's gonna I'm gonna make it about me because I'm crying and I can't stop crying and so I'd rather just not show up rather than detract from your fun party or your fun event and and so that I I hope that no one ever takes that personally I try to be um as open as possible with my friends when I do that like hey I'm just like really struggling today mentally but um yeah,
2: you don't know what people are going through. You don't. Though.
1: You just don't know what people are going through in their in their own personal lives. I will lives. say though,
2: no matter what some people are going, no matter what my family's going through, when you tell me you're coming to my wedding, and then we pay for catering, oh yeah. we pay for you to be there, we pay all the shit, and then you don't show up, like all my fucking aunts and uncles and cousins. Tell them. That's why I haven't talked to you in five years. Yeah. Or three years.
1: That is a. That is the one caveat I will say. If someone, if you are doing an event and you ask for rsvps and you are oh. you know specifically paying for that number of people to be there
2: mm-hmm.
1: that was really fucking rude we to not the, show the, up
2: we got the ice sculpture bigger because we expected more people there <laughs> you understand
1: well we we cut a whole list of Friends that we couldn't invite exactly. because your family said they're showing up It's Scandals up and fam- to this day, by first. the
2: way. Scandals to this day. It's true,
1: it gets brought up all the time. And
2: I'm like, oh, we couldn't invite you because my fucking family our didn't show up. Fr-
1: our current closest friends, JK News yeah. people, yeah. were not invited to our wedding. True, because they were on the B list at that time in our lives. And they
2: sh- and they should have been, by the way. And they should have been.
1: You know, way. but you know, they knew them a little bit. If had we known a little bit, had we known, but true, they would have been up there. They would have been promoted. And then we could have looked back on fond memories of all of our current closest friends so being true. at our wedding. Anyway, um, I digress. If you are paying for something and the people don't show up, that is where I think you, <laughs> you can be very upset. But, if um, you're
2: watching this, my aunts and uncles, oh man, did you fuck up. You fucked with the wrong sunglasses oh, wearing, cool dude. Also, I'll,
1: Also, can I just say, if they don't give you the warning that they're not showing up, if they just oh, if they yeah. say, I'm going to be there, and then they just don't yeah. show up, that's not okay either. They should communicate to you that they're not showing up. Even if it's a last-minute bailout, they hey, should family. still at least text you or call you and tell you they're not going to make it. If you're watching this, hey, Mark, hit, spam the breakup button. Breakup! <laughs>
2: that's what I think about you. With your family? There it is only the ones who said they'd show but they didn't show.
1: But anyway, you're so sweet and I know this comes from a loving place that like you're like I want to I just want to give and make people happy, but um and they they don't return the favor um but they will like you'll meet people that that will and uh I mean, you know don't take it personally. That's all. Yeah. Love it. It's hard it's easier said than done. I understand.
2: I definitely didn't take anything personally.
1: I took a lot of things personally. Oh, you you actually did. That was sarcasm. Mhm. Those sarcasm.
2: No. Mm. Mark, can you hit the breakup button until it breaks?
1: <laughs> Stop. Break up! All right. Overbearing and judgmental parents. Ooh. Hey, Nikki and Steve, I'm big fans of your podcast. Love the Man and Icebreaker dynamic. Thank you. Thank Breaker, Breaker, Iceman. one, two, three. Your relationship has taught me a lot about healthy relationships. So thank you. Oh my gosh. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm writing in because I have found myself in an uncomfortable and oftentimes hurtful situation regarding my partner and her parents. For some context, my partner and I are both 19. We've been together for nearly two years, but have been close friends, quote unquote, for far longer. We go to college on opposite coasts and do long distance in the school year, but we get to see each other in the summer when we come home to see our families. Wow, that must be really hard. Damn. This is where my problem begins. The entire time we've been home from school these past few months, we were sent home early due to COVID. My partner's parents have become increasingly judgmental about our relationship. They have always been incredibly controlling, requiring her to ask permission before going anywhere and leaving most of the housework to be her responsibility. My partner has had trouble pushing against this because it's what she's been raised with and doesn't want to hurt her parents' feelings. Lately, however, they've become increasingly rude to me and have started trying to restrict her from seeing me even more than usual. When my partner has brought it up to them, they say often that they are worried about about her because she doesn't see any other friends because we've we've been in lockdown or do her usual free it's time activities. Right now, yeah, exactly. They've even gone so far as to imply that I'm a bad influence on her and that I'm trying to control her. When my partner is with me, she tells me these things aren't true and that she's, mostly, she's the most herself when she's with me. Yet I'm absolutely terrified at the possibility that this is true. When her parents insult me or make snide comments behind my back, she does little to defend me and has only Ooh. attempted to recently upon my asking. I love her and I understand it must be hard for her, but I can't help... but feeling unsupported by her letting this happen repeatedly. I have told her this but she's gotten upset with me because she doesn't want to quote unquote, choose between me and her parents. I'm not asking her to choose. I just want a little more support from her. It's very hurtful to see her parents act this way as well because when we were friends for a long time, they seemed to treat me nicely. I'm very hurt by her parents and I'm hurt by her not defending me, but I feel as if I can't talk to her about it because I don't want to make her choose between us. I'm entirely at a loss of what to do and she feel very alone. Should I break up with her even though I really love her? Should I try to talk to her more about the situation even though she's not receptive? Should I try to continue to ignore it until we are older and have more agency? Am I trying to control her and do I need to reevaluate my role in this situation? Thanks for reading and the good advice to give. Sorry this was so long and I appreciate you sticking with it. Hope all is well for you both. Stay healthy, sticky. Please keep this anonymous.
2: We love you, no problem. We love you. I got you on this one, bro. Are you fucking ready for this shit? Get yes. your fucking notepad out, dude. Okay, I got You're gonna you. are going
1: to keep your sunglasses on for this one? Yeah, I am. Serious time.
2: Call a family meeting Okay. with the family. Okay? Her family. The thing that is missing here, with your girlfriend there, by the way. Yeah. The thing that is missing here is fucking respect. They don't respect you my man and that needs to be established immediately like um if like i've had i've had situations like this before where uh i i felt that a parent was not being respectful of me and i was always very respectful of them Mm -hmm. right and there is there is a whole thing like where you're with the chick's parents and i mean you should treat them a little bit better maybe than they treat you no no problem right like like all that kind of shit's like pretty normal but as far as like not talking shit goes that shouldn't happen that should not be happening and and so you need to sit down with the people and be like hey um i understand that you have some kind of problem with me i would like to air this problem out i would like to try to discuss this as adults because you are an adult Mm -hmm. and i All i ask for you, you don't have to like me, but I do need you to respect me. And uh, you don't have to like our relationship, but I do need you to respect our relationship.
1: I think they'll respect you more for doing this. I do too. My theory, if you wanna hear my theory on this, is that, and I've encountered this before uh, with both my own parents and uh, people I was with's parents uh, at certain times, um, is that I think, you know, you guys got together when you were 17. And they thought, oh, it's puppy love, you know? And once they go away to college, they'll be on separate coasts. They're gonna, like, meet new people. They'll forget about each other. They'll move on to their grown-up relationships. But you guys stayed together, and that wasn't part of the plan. And so now... You're seeing each other more and more, and they want her to grow and meet new people. Like, you can't be stuck in your your puppy love relationship. And a lot of times, this is projection from the parents themselves who maybe they felt stuck in their relationship early on, and they just want you, they just want her to experience everything that they didn't get to, that they they feel like they're protecting her from their own mistakes. Because
2: they have the perfect pattern and the perfect path and all this bullshit. Yeah,
1: and they want to prevent them from being stuck in a relationship too long when there's other people out there. Yeah, they and so no they, idea. they almost try to set it up that way. It's like, oh, we're doing what's best for her.
2: And they never even know how shitty their kid is, by the way. Like, by the way. It's true. But um, but not not talking to you, my friend. Um, but point being, that level of respect is not established, and so all you need to do is at least give that a try, right? Yeah. Like, that that needs to to happen. And, and and it's really just a thing where you sit down and you you tell them, like, hey, I don't have a problem with you. Like, and by the way, your daughter is a a, a beautiful intelligent woman with agency like she is not stuck with me she has she has picked me and you should respect her decisions yeah and when she makes a call you should support her calls like and and when not even just including me like i'm talking about like anything that your daughter wants to do you should support and i do and and that's and that's what that's what i'm here to do is is support what your daughter wants to do with her life uh, as her partner so if you can't respect that At least we got to talk about it today. And uh, that's all I have to say. And I respect the both of you.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know you guys yet, so maybe I don't respect you.
2: Well, but you need to respect them. If if that's your chick's parents or dude's parents, you need to respect them.
1: No, 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 no. I'm just just kidding. This is not a place for for humor, (laughs) Nikki. No, I'm sorry. This is not that place. I kind of zoned out for a second because I was thinking about the last question, the last person, and I wanted to say... That she doesn't actually need to show up with that much enthusiasm to her people's events either. <laughs> like no one, no one asked her to do that. So, but I just wanted to put that out there too because sometimes I feel like I tried way too hard and no one asked me to do that. But then I still resent them for not trying as hard. Hey
2: Mark, can we break up with Nikki's train of thought? <laughs> Thank you very much.
1: Mark. I'm so sorry. I don't. I didn't respect you in that moment to like respect you enough to listen to Steve's advice to your question. But I do respect you. There it is. And I think that that is correct and I think that the, the your girlfriend's parents will respect you a lot for Fuck having yeah. a, an adult mature conversation with them. They better. And if they don't then they're not mature themselves. Yes
2: and th- and that should be called out too. It's like hey when you guys talk bad about me behind my back it creates an, an environment where you know, we could all just be sniping at each other in the shadows and not addressing anything. Mm-hmm. And what kind of family is that? Like, or what kind and, of environment and is that? Be
1: open to hearing their criticisms. Exactly. Like, be, and as long as it's constructive and they're not just going at you, bullying, bullying you. Yeah. Like, if you have um, a problem
2: with me, let's talk. Be about like, it. Like,
1: hey, like, what, what do you, what exactly do you have a problem with? Mm-hmm. Um, how can I help?
2: Exactly. Where can, what can I? I address? Yeah.
1: Where can I make your mind at ease more?
2: Yeah. How can we yeah. cohabitate? That kind of your thing. daughter is a smart person who made a decision. You should support your daughter's decision and whatever issues you have with me, let's go let's go right now.
1: Yeah. So there you go. Hope it works out for you. And then physically fight him. Physically fight no, okay, the dad. No,
2: and if no. you dominate him, next question they will respect you.
1: Next question. Okay. Soulmate or soul sucker, help. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. Nice. All right. Please keep me please keep me anonymous. Okay. You will. Hey, Nikki and Steve. First off, love the show. It gets me through my work days every week. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. You guys are relationship goals. Sorry if this is long, but I'll try my best to keep it somewhat bearable. Oh, it's not long at all, by the way. (laughs) Whoa. I was expecting to scroll. No, you're good. We've
2: read some books, my friend.
1: So I'm a 26-year-old guy, soon to be 27. Great age, by the way. That's like my favorite age is 27. I'm in love with this girl who is my best friend. We went to high school together, and I had a huge crush on her, but I never had the courage to go up and talk to her. Oh, my God, this is adorable. We've been through a lot. She knows I'm in love with her. Oh, she knows I'm in love with her, and I want to be with her. At one point, she felt something for me, too, even though she has a boyfriend. Yikes, I know that's what you're thinking. Move on, man. She's taken. I wish it was that simple for me. They've had their issues and broke up before. This might sound corny, but I believe she's my soulmate or the one, people say. I've never felt this way for a girl, and I've never felt as happy as I am when I'm with her. Even though she's with this guy, I can't help but say, I'm waiting for her. They've had issues before, and they'll most likely break up again, so I'm choosing to wait to be with her because I believe she is the one for me. I've been told by people, don't put your life on hold for her, and I honestly don't think I am. I'm still living my life, so do you think I'm wasting my time and waiting for someone who I believe is my soulmate and might never be with, or should I stick to it? Thanks, Anonymous.
2: You dirty dog. I
1: have so many thoughts, but I'll let you go first.
2: He's waiting in the wings. That's fine. He's a dirty, dirty dog. How do you feel about it? How do you feel about it? Okay, so here's the thing. He has what is called unrequited love. Sure. So how in the hell does he know that he loves her if she doesn't love him back? Because
1: they've been friends for a long time.
2: Okay, here we go. Go ahead, Nikki.
1: Okay. Here's my advice to you. Okay, so um, I felt this way before about Steve K. Iceman. We were friends for a long time. I got to see his behavior and I'm like, you know what? That's the type of guy that I would fall in love with. My advice to you is don't necessarily wait in the wings for her, but just know that she's, this type of person is the type of person you would like to be with. Yes. So maybe don't, Put your all your eggs in one basket of like it has to be her or nothing because then you're closing yourself up to like what if there's someone even more perfect for you but they and they have everything that she has but even the more you don't know you could we don't exactly. know we don't know if she's her soulmate but I would say that's a great standard to go by so I don't believe in just getting with somebody else just to not put your life on hold like oh let's I gotta move on because then that person's just a placeholder and you'll always be like Waiting for that girl to break up. Unrequited
2: love is a powerful drug. It's a very powerful drug. I'm
1: not done. Oh, I'm sorry. So when you're dating, you have that standard to like, you you compare her with that person. And if that person doesn't reach that level, that standard, then no, it's not good enough. And You're comparing notes the whole time. And then, yeah, and exactly. And if she happens to break up with her boyfriend, if they happen to break up, then cool, then you get to actually see if that's your soulmate. You get to actually like try it out. But if not, you can't like be so dependent. Your happiness can't be so dependent on waiting for them to break up. Like it just has to be a template. Okay, now you can
2: go. No, and also too, I mean, from the other side of the fence, right? So you were the uh, unrequited uh, love-er and I was the unrequited love-e. Okay. And so I did not, you know, this is my pre-Ice Man post-ace days. Like I didn't know that you were that into me like I had no idea until
1: Me neither, by the way, until I was single for eight months. I was super into my boyfriend. And then we broke up and I was still super I couldn't get over him. Like yeah, I I'm was a one
2: woman kind of guy. Yeah. So I was zoomed all the way in so on So I did
1: not know that I liked you like that until I kind of flushed him out of my system. Yeah. And then like was observing you on set and stuff, and I was like, Whoa, this has been it all along. Like
2: Yeah, and see I think that uh Having no fucking idea that you were around the corner. Yeah. I was ready for a myriad of things. One of my favorite words right now. And, uh <laughs> and it, it's I, a great word. I just think that I just looked it up and I I just found myself um being even more. I don't know. I was able to match you. Yeah. Where you were at because I was ready for it. Whereas with this chick, it sounds like she's not there yet. Got something else to figure out right now. Yeah. And you can't you can't be arsed to just chill and wait for her either. Like, yeah, you should do what Nikki said and start start playing the field a little bit and seeing. I what, almost if you can find wish your... she
1: didn't know how you felt about her too. Yeah, because te- it places a lot of pressure and expectations on her. Like as soon yes. as her and her boyfriend broke up and you reach out, she's gonna know what you want, and she's like already like she's not done processing her feelings. And I didn't yet. know
2: how deep into me you were back then, and that would have created like stakes. Yeah. Instead, I was able to like energy match you in our feelings because it got intense when we were together yeah it wasn't like you were all over me from minute one right you, like
1: like you, finally my chance yeah, yeah you were,
2: it was a build it yeah. was like going up the stairs we went up very quickly because
1: but, i was very i actually was pretty against it because his best friend set us up Um, But I had told his best friend, do not say a word to Steve until at least six months because I wanted him to fully process his feelings before he even knew that I was into him at all. But that's not how it happened because his best friend spilled the beans.
2: Spilled the beans immediately. And and I thought I was in for a life of of crime, frankly. I thought I was. I was not going to date anyone for a while. I was probably going to go back to the pool hall scene that I came from <laughs> and start earning, start getting money from that and yeah. like start, you know, working on my YouTube channel like harder and shit. But yeah. man, <laughs> did that change when I got it <laughs> with you, Chick. That's right. Yep. I did that. You did that. So.
1: Yeah. it You need timing is all. But my man, yeah. just but, look at me
2: real quick, my man. Look at me. Okay. You don't know that you're in love yet. Yes. That's true. I promise you. I promise you. I've been there. I've had an unrequited love situation where I thought all this bullshit, yeah. and I'm not saying what your feelings bullshit, but you had definitely there. You haven't a been with her yet, yeah. So you don't know. There's a fantasy, dude. Yeah. You, you don't know the reality yet because it's all in your head. Your whole love story is in your fucking head right now, bro. You haven't had any real world um, act act outs from yeah. it yet.
1: And that's how I went into it with you too. Was just like I, I don't want to place any expectations on this because that's not fair. Like even though I feel like we would be soulmates i don't want I'm, I'm you set yourself up for failure if you just place all yes. those projections immediately that's not fair to the other person so i was very like i know what i bring to the table and if it's if you're not meeting what i thought we would be together then i'm ready to walk exactly yeah bingo bingo that's the bingo and well, dude if
2: i got with this chick that i unrequited was into over nikki i mean man shame on me <laughs> seriously shame on me because like i got a way better situation than i even knew was even possible back yeah. then right like back then you, th- you think the rocket can only go so high the
1: universe laughed at you exactly. Laughed in your face it did. It did. <laughs> um but yeah i uh yeah so just use her as a template like don't close yourself off if there's someone like if there's someone right around the corner that you're like You didn't even know. And then they meet everything. I just want you to have that so bad. Like, I want that for you. Yeah. Use her as a I want you to have your actual style. Nikki's
2: saying take a woman, a living, breathing woman, and use her like she's a Photoshop tool. That's what you were. That's what you're basically saying, right? You
1: were a template. That's what you're basically just
2: said about a human being. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Okay. (laughs) Also, not physically, because I was like, whatever. They can look like whatever. Absolutely whatever. (laughs) We can move on. Personality wise, like to be there. Anyway, well, moving on to that's the end of our show. That like, thank you f- so much for submitting your questions. I have wow. a few more questions here. Maybe we'll get to them next the sunglasses time.
2: Sunglasses episodes in the book.
1: If you would like to submit a question, you can submit to podcast at nikki.limo. Also, don't um, be sure to be sure to rate us on iTunes. Don't be scared. Please, it helps so don't much. Be scared to do that. Please do Please. that. Also subscribe. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, also, if you'd like to see our facial reactions. You can go look at us on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Limo. That's yeah. where it's posted. And we love you guys. I and, hope that helps. We,
2: we appreciate all our Patreons. Thank you, you for watching. You guys helped so much. We appreciate you guys so Patreon.com slash
1: Sticky. We do live streams every month. We also do a bonus episode of Should They Don't Tell You called Should They Don't Tell You After Dark. After
2: Dark. It's and we also post sexy. this show one day early on our Patreon. Oh, yeah.
1: You can watch this. Uh, it's actually two days early. It's two days early. Well, no, it's, it's one day before the audio Two days before the video So there you go so Figure you that go. one out Figure it out Cause we're not gonna Explain it again Mm-uh. Okay uh, We love you guys And I hope you're having A good time out there With all your breakups Hey Mark
2: let's break up With these listeners break
1: up! You are abusing this power
2: I love it I love the breakup button
1: I can't wait for the Sunglasses episode to be over
2: No no no